Welcome to part two of episode 167. I cannot believe we have made it that many damn episodes of the Horticulture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Again, you got your boy Grego here. Got Yogi from all of his damn podcasts. Like, he's got about eight of them. Just make sure that you listen to them. Sales from Shea Butter FC and Monty Dub. So hopefully you guys are burning the midnight oil and, and, and having a good time with us. Like hopefully, you know, you have your, your eggnog look a little liquored up, you know, because you know the, the, the rum is nice. Um I got put on to galactate in the eggnog, which actually fucking hits. Like it, it, it kind of blew my mind, but yes, hopefully you guys... Wait, you lactose intolerant? I'm not, but like during Thanksgiving, one of my homies... I was about to say, so you boo-boo when you eat cheese? No, absolutely not. But one of my <laughs> homies, like, so Thanksgiving, we had we had that. We were watching um, Brazil, um, one of their group stage games, and like my homie, he's lactose intolerant, so he had it, and like, of course, we, throw, we, we, we threw a little yuho up in there, and um, yeah, that, that thing was hitting like surprisingly nice. So, the things that you find out by accident, hey, it fucking works. But yes, hopefully um, you guys enjoyed part one, recapping the the World Cup and everything. And again, this is our last episode of 2022. Um, it's, it's been a very busy year for the Cultureverse. And um, yeah, I, got, I just wanted to, you know, get y'all's thoughts on what the year that was. I mean, whether it's with... You know, obviously we just we just finished the World Cup. Uh, MLS had a had a half decent year. Of course, they they now have they finally have a a TV deal with Fox. So like you you might be able to see like one game pirated and everything. Uh, otherwise, you had to watch shot through Apple, NWSL. Y'all. Are we are we ever going to get right with the with with, with the league selves? Because you know, like, of course, the, the the players' report came out this past week, and you know, mm-hmm. even more attrition took place. I think uh, Kansas City's coach uh, left. Um, um, no, it was oh. their uh, general. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like this is like this this is where we are. Like people, it's like a report comes out, and, and people just end up just just rolling out and I'm like can, can, can we can we just get right please um I think when something's been that bad that abuse is that toxic for that long it takes a while to clean it out and you have to have a bunch of people willing to and, and make changes and to be introspective and um to do the work and make mistakes and then fix those and um like, they got DEI. They yeah. <laughs> what they don't? They oh, wow. Oh, wow. Let's But even with that, like, they, they just haven't. Um, and so, like, basic stuff, basic, like, this mm-hmm. is how you run a business stuff. Um, we're just doing that right now. So, I mean, I certainly think it will improve. I think there's going to be top flight professional women's soccer in the United States. I don't suspect it will, it will be a different league. Like, I, I think that we've done that already and that's part of why we're here. Um, and I think 
there's enough money coming in and investment coming in where it should be financially viable. Um, but you've got to have a product that's worth it, right? I think you should be investing because it's the right thing too. But also, yeah, I mean, we, we've got to make a product that, that's worthwhile. And I think all parties involved really have to get on the same page or at least a similar page and, and moving in the same direction. It's just not right now. And then first and foremost, it's just you play your city. Definitely. Um, yes. them with their work. Um, yeah, I, I think just the basic thing we haven't done ever, right? And we grew our players in women's soccer from youth. That's that's back. absolutely wild. Um, and to think less of themselves so that the system could perpetuate. And so even breaking that cycle. Um, yeah, yeah, in case y'all um, haven't done so already, um, our our crew over at uh, Diaspora United uh, they had a special episode this past week uh, in part with uh, uh, the Shea Butter FC team um, also with uh, I think Ebony was on, on that uh, episode as, as well correct? Yes. Yeah like so Coach Verse is, is all up and through that episode but yeah they definitely have a, a necessary conversation following um, with the call from the report and um so if you haven't done so already make sure you hit up uh, uh, Diaspora United uh, uh, for that so um, I guess like what's uh, what's everyone's I guess biggest takeaway from uh, this past year for the NWSL uh <laughs> Hey, honestly, honestly yeah, this, this is like the most consistent. This is easily the most consistent availability of the NWSL, and yeah. I said as long as you just remember to 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 turn on Paramount Plus, it's all there. It's all there. No, it's not always there. Sometimes it's not important. Oh, but that's the thing, like it, it should be on TV. It should be. It should yeah. be on TV. But yes, like they they they've at least done a, a far more consistent job with just making sure that it's at least available. And um, except aside from like the random times when they have a game on Twitch, that just made entirely no sense. But but all, all in all, of course, we had our we had our trip up in um, uh, DC back in uh, December, uh, back in October. That whole experience was amazing. I'm I'm, I'm mad that we that we didn't get that episode um, uh, ap- after that trip out because yes like I said like the number of people who are fangirling and fanboying and fanpersoning over uh, this woman over here and and Sky like y- 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 you had to really see it because like I'm talking about like professionals in the league like they were like yo I thought this shit so hard so yeah if if you haven't done so already, I said like, you know, you have you have to just go go through the rabbit hole of episodes because yes, what they've been doing has been absolutely amazing, and of course, hopefully you know the right uh, sugary person comes through because you know Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, two hundred about two hundred ten days away. Listen, that's an expensive trip, man. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be pretty pricey. Uh, As far as NWSL, to be honest with you, I was too distracted by FC Austin Elite this year. 
I'm not gonna get mm-hmm. into all that humbug, but it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, I will give a big shout to Austin Rise FC and my girl Aaron Webb. Yeah, I just heard about that. Yeah, she is the. I, I don't know. She's she might be the first black initial owner of especially okay. an all female ownership group. Uh, so okay. big shout to Aaron, um, Mizzou graduate, uh, contributes to the Sports Agent blog. Uh, overall, just a wonderful person. Um, there's been more on the professional side of the soccer team. You can find her like playing playing rec, uh, co-ed everywhere in Austin, pretty much. Uh, but hasn't really been uh, doing much of the sports stuff because she's in busy in in working mm-hmm. on being on the border, you know, being in the border and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to supporting. Um, Austin Rise FC and Aaron on her endeavor. Um, not a lot of black female ownership in uh, women's sports, and also black female ownership uh, who comes from like a working class background and not, you know, who's just like an actress or making millions of dollars somewhere. It's just somebody who works hard and loves the game. The story we can all get behind. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely think that you know, just like the the calendar year from when. Elena and Kai went to NWSL Championship last year to fast forward to this year, meeting up with with everyone in DC for this year's final. Um, I definitely think that, you know, if nothing else, we are still in the process of course correction. Because like Self said, like you're talking about like a system that's pretty much since day one has been built towards undervaluing um, its labor base and considering the quality that's come out of this country when it comes to women's soccer it's absolutely obscene that it's, it's, been, it's been allowed to go on for this long um, I still feel like there's still there's still a matter of executing the change mm-hmm. and making sure that okay yeah you're, you're you're talking about changing now you actually have to do the change and be the change until that happens you know it's, it's still a lot of lip service so hopefully you know going forward they're already talking about you know doing some more expansion i think it's like tampa um boston and it's like probably uh one of the bay area groups i'm like you know hopefully hopefully whoever uh, comes in is definitely on the side of you know continuing to you know work towards improving the conditions for players um, so that we actually can be um, the country that that we claim to be when it comes to women's soccer and you know uh, do our players right. Um, now I know that when it comes to lower division soccer, that's usually our man Yogi's. Uh, forte uh what 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 would you what would you be what would be your summation of how things went for the world of whether it's usl of course nice is not really much of a thing anymore but hey you know it's, it's there in spirit still around um, i would just say like the overall growth is like now you finally have like established markets and position. i know we y'all always ruin my day where y'all be like, oh, you know, MLS next is just going to steal all these teams and ruin the ecosystem. Which they still um, <laughs> But I mean, I, I like to think of the positive. I think USL has become a stronger market. I think it's great now that you see the CBAs happening for championship, USL League One. Um, mm-hmm. USLW had an amazing year with, uh, you know, 
South Georgia Tormenta, um, and what the Minnesota franchise did out there, I think that was fantastic. You get the Super League coming, I think, 2023, and I think they'll be playing in the fall. They'll do a fall spring schedule, so I think that's good to see. There's a lot of positives, man, you know. We had some negatives, things that happened, of course, you know, with Chattanooga and other clubs, things like that. But I think overall it was it was effectively positive. Like I talked to so I talked to a couple of guys that played USL League One in the championship. And so many of them talked about how it just feels good to know that your check is coming. Like I have insurance now. I, I have the ability to if I need to take a day, I can take a day and not grind myself to the bone. Because before lower league soccer was very much just get the next body in here. You know? Right. And now it guys have respectable places to stay in their contracts are being guaranteed. I think now it's like at least a ten like you have if you sign a card, you're there for ten months, you know where you're gonna be at. Um, you know, severance pay, things like that. You know, it's very positive. Um I think the next step in Next up in, in all of this for lower league soccer is, and it would really help if you have soccer recreates the way how people get their coaching badges. Because uh, right now it costs way too much to do that. And I think way that's the too much. Like, you know, like I know me, Gregor, we look at it from different viewpoints. I think that's the thing that hinders a lot of American touches because you don't have the avenues and the paths to go get your coaching badges that are affordable and accessible. And if you want to do it, you got to be attached to a club, and not everyone can be attached to a club because I can't spend 20 30 hours throughout the week because I got to work, you know. Try to get out that pole, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's not an affordable thing to do. No, I, I, um, I, I, I think that at the end of the day, it, it all ties together whether it's playing, whether it's owning a team, or coaching. Like, like pay to play affects all levels in, in, yeah. in, in all avenues, and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like I just think like you're getting you have a lot of quality coaches here at the low like, whether it's on the men's side or whether it's on the women's side. And it's good to see that now that guys that wouldn't even think about playing or women that wouldn't even think about playing, now they have the opportunity and yeah. chance to play at a lower level, albeit. Um so as I always say, go watch some of these local talents because some of these games are better than the NWSL and MLS games that you watch weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I definitely think that. Um, yeah, I just heard about the uh, the CBA agreement, and I think it's definitely necessary. You know, just like I said, we're just we're we even talk about the same thing with the NWSL. Just like it's amazing that you know we've had these leagues and systems around for this long, and just the basic shit has not been covered so that people are protected in this environment because yeah like we're like it's amazing how how easily it's been for players to get exploited um just in the name of trying to you know uh, play this game and, and, and develop their craft and i think that the the more that we get towards you know protecting our players the the quicker will be to uh, to have it a fully functional and and normal uh, operating system. Like it would just go such a long way. Um, I'm gonna split this up um, uh, with the last part is uh, one with being the national team. Um, 
course with the uh, men and women because I feel like especially in the last few months we've kind of seen it where some of our problems are are one the same as far as just how things are kind of asked backwards and political <laughs> and um and of course with us with us just seeing the uh, men go through their World Cup trip um what's uh what's been your uh, your feelings towards U.S. soccer for 2022 of course we had uh the uh the women have gone through their share of madness <laughs> but um but yeah, like, what do y'all think? Oh, well, I think the overall thing, right, is that we have this historic mm-hmm. agreement, essentially, right? Um, equality, maybe not equity, but um, uh, I think a pretty progressive um, pay system for, for both teams equally. Um, I know the women fought alongside the men for paternity leave and all these other things. So I think, um, and women actually made a lot of money. With the yes. men qualifying are going past group stages. So thank you. Hey, run me my money. Um, they will also make money, by the way, if the women go far um, this summer. So it, it goes both ways, legitimately. Um, but yeah, so I think that's sort of the overall. Definitely. Like, oh, this is this really huge win um, that both teams got. Um, senior teams, I should say. But I, I think for the women, um, the first half of the year was. I think coming off of that Olympic uh, third place finish, um, there are a lot, a lot of questions. Um, I think we were looking to 2022 to answer some of them, and I think early on they maybe were starting to be answered, right? We had a really successful trip in Australia um, with some of those younger players. A lot of the veterans were out. Same thing for She Believes Cup. Like, it was a lot of the younger players. I think that is sort of when the, oh, this is why we conversation came about um, for, for those of us who already knew it wasn't shocking but yes um, and then just like the rest of the world like listen that the injuries have just decimated the women's game like it's not listen, like bad. so like, like of course our our, our, um, our junior members of the cultureverse uh um, Michaela and Nubia, they were asking the other day, like, how many ACL injuries have there been? I was just joking. I was just joking and say like eighty-three because like it's, it's been that there's been that many. But of course, there's been, know, there's so been that many to where it's like it's just absolutely it's it's like thirty-ish. So it's in the thirties or something like that. And I mean, it's not it's not just that they're happening right. at this high of a rate. It's obviously who has been hurt. Like it's like a, a a quarter of the ballot or not like it's which when you think about it it's like five to seven players like the numbers the percentage and the numbers aren't necessarily lined but like it's the name yeah. and it's to the point where if you do your acl now you're not going to the world Cup, right like you will not stop mm-hmm. going to the world Cup. and and, and then I, I, the world um a small shot but yes this summer is a shot now <laughs> to go to the world Cup. Yeah, just to add to that, just to add to that, like what you're saying too, like uh, in terms of women, women's soccer, um, 
you, you have to wonder since the game is developing so much in other countries, it's not just NWSL, but WSL in the UK and other parts of the world that are developing and growing, people are actually getting paid and, and these collective bargaining agreements and things are getting signed. Uh, it, it's wonderful, but you have to wonder when like things like the She Believes Cup can't happen anymore because it's just extra games that kind of don't need to be played in terms of like looking at the physical health of the player. Like I say the same thing as people talking about the mental cup being every two years or and the Nations League, you know, you have to wonder if like things like the She Believes Cup are gonna fall by the wayside. And I think it should happen because in terms of the the funding that, that women's teams tend to get for things like um yeah, I, it's it's not just nutrition, but also like the training teams, the, the the recovery facilities. Like you know, the men's team have all these state of the art recovery facilities and everything like that. The women don't necessarily have. Uh, so I think that's a huge factor. And again, I think that's really positive for the game. I know that after the Olympics, uh, a lot of people talked about how the U.S. didn't have like the most difficult schedule of games in the year leading up to the Olympics, and then kind of like after that. Um, but yeah. also these other teams are getting better like it. I gotta yeah. say, COVID, COVID they are. Help, right? Like, we couldn't yeah. get to people and we couldn't get to people and the U.S. is handling the COVID has a lot of to do with that. Like, we, it didn't help us in a way that I think it kind of helped the men. It didn't help us, right? It gave the men more time. They needed the time. The women actually didn't need the time. They were trying to get that, that generation through one more cycle. They needed the Olympics to be in 2020. Like, they needed it to be the year it was supposed to be. Um, and so, so that's part of it, but I also think sometimes we tend to overreact when something doesn't work. And there's a balance to be had, and I don't, I don't know, we'll see if we can find it. Um, I don't think we're the best team in the world, I'm going to be really honest. I think we're one of them. I think we're one of them. But that Germany team healthy terrifies me. That Brazil team yeah. healthy terrifies me. That England team healthy terrifies me. But that I love Spanish that. Team, that Spanish team is scary. France Finally. might be so good, they don't have to have a good coach. Like, that team is good enough <laughs> mm-hmm. to win in spite yeah, of that. Yeah. I love it, um, though. That's, that's the progression. Yeah, that's great. That, right? not even, it's not just even that comical way, but, like, Nigeria's legit. That track is one of the better ones in the world. Like, that Australian team is legit. That Japanese team is going to be legit, because Japan's always going to come with it. Like, we can't rest on our laurels, and I can't like the expectation to me. The bar for the women is you better be one of the final four teams. That's that's the worst yeah. you've ever finished third in a World Cup. If we don't make the semifinals, you got the men not qualifying. Was the world burning? Yeah, the world would burn for I sure. I agree. In the quarters, like people don't know how to deal with that. And it can happen. And that's you the know, thing. Like I, I think that, yeah. and that's the wild yeah, yeah, thing about yeah. it is that. Proof of growth in women's soccer would, at the same time, come at the expense of, you know, the U- the U.S. women's team probably going out sooner than than they've been accustomed to um, to going out in the, in the in the World Cup. And you know, like I'm, you know, as much as I love the hopeful development of the women's team with all the black that's coming up we still are struggling in, in that regard but you know there's another part where it's like yeah we need other teams growing and it's hard, it's hard to validate that growth when yeah. it's always us winning so it'd be kind of like how do you balance that out so of course we, like, so we got about 
210 days okay. left. Yeah. What, 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 what you got? What you got? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I, I think the women doesn't make it past the quarters. It wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me. We got, we got, just, a, we got, got a spicy. Teams, yeah. We got better nations. Yeah. It's, it's time. It, 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 I, yeah. I, I get where Sills is saying, like, it's going to be this whole overreacting to it and everything like that, but. The sky is falling. Yeah. You want it? Yeah. I think it's a fine Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no, think. I think I but, think like, if we want women's soccer to grow, like, you can't keep you having the same. Somebody got to fall. Like, Germany yeah. had. Like Germany was having a time in women's soccer where they, they fell yeah. out. It's natural. But it's supposed to be secular, like it's supposed to be like a cycle because the same thing with the men and, and like Italy not qualifying back to back tournaments. So I mean this is part of what happens. And I and I, I enjoy that. I can't wait for it. One thing I do wanna say is like this year I, I got a very unique experience. I went to go visit some some friends in the UK, and I was lucky enough to have friends in the UK, so I didn't have to pay for like hotels or hostels or anything. Saved me a bunch of money. And but one of the reasons why I went when I went is because I really wanted to see England versus USA, like so so bad. That was such a huge fixture to have England as European champions when the men have never done it. And it's just like it's the whole energy surrounding women's football in the UK, where the game was born, has changed so so much. And like to come over there and have the, the two contracting teams, you know, the U.S. women's team that's kind of set the bar for the entire world for U.S. soccer and for soccer worldwide. And then England, you know, the home of the game where the, where the women's game is so underdeveloped for so long. I will just, I don't think I'll ever forget this for the rest of my life. Um, on the train to Wembley, on the train to Wembley, uh, you know, at one point you, I was like wondering if I was on the right train or not. Um, and uh, I just remember like, oh, I must be on the right train because I looked up and down the train. It was like 95% women's pack pack train, you know, a sold out Wembley of, or like an 80,000 person crowd at Wembley Stadium. Uh, and again, things that are uncommon in, in, in soccer crowds in, in England and the UK is like no fight. No, like the drunk people were just like drunk women, like having a good time. But like, it wasn't just families, you know what I mean? It was like, you know, gaggles of lesbians. Like it was just like a, a whole bunch of like teenage boys, teenage boys, like on their own, not not a female in sight. Like just all sorts of different people, different demographics coming out to support this women's team and seeing the different atmosphere and having people fall in love with an atmosphere that's different it's still passionate there's still beer people are still standing up in their seats they're still swearing they're still singing but it's not as like toxic and and it doesn't feel scary whereas if you talk to even like women who who work in football professionally they have so many scary stories about being afraid going to matches um to have the women's game offer something different, I think is, is tapping into a different part of the British public. And uh, to be able to experience that and have that team like win and just see the, the reaction and the excitement and they had the original 1972 women's team there. Um, it was just, it was just magical. And, and that kind of like fills me with so much hope. Uh, the Barcelona semi-final game was against PSG. My memory's not the best. Um, uh, at the camp now where they sold out like you know 90 plus thousand biggest women's football match in history uh, biggest women's soccer match in history Leon Leon okay and thank you for that um the, again just the the positivity the energy the emotion people feeling safe 
like women feeling safe at games. And, and we know what, what the women's game is in the U.S. And we, we, we get to be this beacon for the rest of the world. And we know what it's like in, in some of the countries where soccer has only been developing for the last 25 or 30 years. But to kind of go into places where these clubs are 100 years, 150 years old, where, where the, the culture is, is, has been entrenched in community, and whether it's good or bad, there's a, a, a long history of violence, et cetera, of, of you know, racism, homophobia, sexism. Uh, where again, being a woman at games hasn't been safe for more than like 15 or 20 years, even at some of the biggest clubs in the world. Um, to have that change in those cultures where change is so slow and takes so long, you can just see a spark and it kind of mirrors like where, where we were in 1999. It's happening right now in Spain, it's happening right now in England. Um, and that's excited to see where that beacon goes and you have to wonder when it's going to hit the rest of South America, when it's going to hit Africa. Um, and, and that's what has me Absolutely. just as excited and thrilled as yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, of course we, you know, it's just over 20, 200 days away for the Women's World Cup. And so like everybody who just had their fill of uh, World Cup with the men, you know, we got, got the women coming right around the corner and it's a, it's a great time to be a fan. Um, last but not least, uh, you know, MLS, um, you know, honestly, I, I don't have much about this year because I think honestly, it's all about next year. And now that we're going into this new media deal with Apple and just in how, like, how will MLS continue to grow where they have a significantly less, a significantly smaller TV footprint. They're basically only, uh, they just signed a deal with Fox uh, this past week to where basically you're, you're only going to get like one game on TV a week for MLS. It's, it's going to be on Fox, so you'll have more Alexi to deal with. More Alexi Lawless. But, you know, like, I, I, you know, like if you're, if you are a season ticket holder uh, for any MLS team, you'll get You'll get uh, the Apple TV coverage for free. Uh, you also have access to uh, free away uh, tickets, which I think they just put out information um, on that. And like I said, I, I, of course, they, I, it's, it looks like like Messi's not going to be here next year. He's not going to be here. He's he's, he's about to he's, he's stick around with PSG for a little while longer. But I think that you know how MLS maneuvers this move to where people like because now they have to figure out a way to make MLS more attractive because you like unless you're a season ticket holder you're going to have to want to pay for Apple TV plus and, and whatever how, however this package looks like in order to watch MLS so you know like people are, are already talking about like how does MLS make itself more attractive not just against uh, uh, the American leagues um, here, but but also this other soccer leagues that we also have access to, um, you know, through streaming and on TV. Um, so like now the real grunt work begins because like now you're talking. Yeah, uh, real quick, get a VPN. <laughs> get a get a VPN. I just want to say for the culture. You know, it's a, it's a lot of money to be out here spending to watch soccer and maybe you only want to catch a couple games. Like, not everyone's going to be obsessed like us or, or be professionals in the, in the game and, and, and things like that. So, 
if you uh, really want to watch the game and don't want to spend all your money just trying to see a few games a week, uh, a VPN can be a huge help. In this country, but that's where we are. Uh, did y'all have any other um, thoughts on that? Nope. Right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. By any means necessary, I guess that's, that'll be the method for for next year. Um, I know we haven't done it in a while, but of course, just to kind of close things out, uh, we got any two up and two downs? Uh, what you got, Yogi? Um, guys, two up, two down. One, I'm on break. Two, I'm on break. Three, my break's about to end. Four, my break's about to end. Uh, there we go. <laughs> what you got, Amani? Let's see. Two ups, two downs. I, I have to go last. I got to think about it. <laughs> I got to think about it. Let me go last. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. Speaking, speaking of ACLs, because I'm sure this might be one of your your downs, but like, you know, because you because you all because you just about joined that list too. Yeah, you were crippled. Yeah, honestly, it could be worse, man. So, uh, listen, it's not my favorite thing to happen to me this year. Uh, I was more mad at the moment. <laughs> um, but it's luckily, it's, I mean, it's a really bad sprain, but it's a sprain, so I don't have surgery. Um, my MCL, inside ligament. I have to see the whole, like, live diagram before I hurt myself. <laughs> So yeah, it's my MCL, and then I did some damage to my meniscus and my ACL. Um, not my LCL, but for that. Mm. Um, kids, kids, kids just mentioned yeah, they already trying to tear you up. I was pretending out there, though. Um, had it. Just planned it, and it didn't plan it. Um, but I mean, I, it was a grand scheme of things. I had COVID, like, right before that. So that sucks, too. Um, but I mean, ultimately, it's been a pretty good, it's been a pretty good year to me. Um, definitely a life-changing one. Uh, I hope 2023 is a lot of the same. Um, yeah, I'm on break. It's warm here. It's cold a lot of other places, so I'm grateful for that. Um, yeah. It's fucking brick out uh, here with in, PT in Atlanta, and just some other things, I actually don't get to go home. So uh, I'm here for, for the holidays, but that's okay. Um, gives me a chance to get my... Hopefully I take advantage of the time to get my life together. Um, I'm really just trying to make some moves and things like that. Get ready for January. Get ready for this draft. Um, NWSL draft coming next month, and and the season in general. Like we really are working on some things. So take a you know keep an eye out for two cents, uh, shea butter, all of it. Uh, we're about to be out here. So yeah, just just more ups and downs, honestly. So um, I'm excited to rest a little bit. So yeah. Indeed. Got anything else, uh, Amani? Get you ready? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was trying to think about it. I've, I've had like crazy, crazy year. Up, up. I don't know. It's been such a year of like contrasting things. I was like, up was like the first half of the Champions League final, going to the Champions League final in Madrid, uh, Paris, because like again, I was just with friends and it makes everything cheaper when you have when you, when you have people who can hook you up with things that are face value or, or sort you out and. And places like that um so yeah that was amazing um obviously the rest of the day wasn't great when you end up like 
you know, in the French Senate and Liverpool fans trying to be like, why did you tear gas old people? So that part sucked. But the first half of that day was one of the best days of my life. Uh, the singing, the atmosphere. Um, I, I, I was just lucky enough to get into the, the VIP section where they had uh, one of those VIP bathrooms. Y'all know when there's 50,000 people somewhere and you get somewhere where they got a portable bathroom where that actually flushes, that's, that's literally gold right there. So, so that was amazing. Uh, getting to hang out with everybody from the Anfield Rap who I hadn't seen since COVID started. Um, they're just such wonderful people. So it was great to spend the day with uh, well, a few days with, with everybody that I knew from them. Um, yeah, it's just getting recognized by U.S. soccer. You know, I've come up the hard way, kind of. There's no protection in fan culture. Uh, so if you're in fan culture, there's not a lot of protection and people can treat you however they really want to. And, and there's no sort of like professionalism. So those places that people kind of go to escape from that sometimes. And so, uh, yeah, I've come up the hard way and uh, it hasn't always been nice. So to be recognized by U.S. Soccer was pretty cool. And to get the call from Nike was pretty cool, very humbling. I still think it's weird when people text me about that. Um, I think it's really strange, but uh, yeah, it's so weird for me, it's so weird. Um, but that was just very vindicating. I don't I don't have the most like supportive structure in my life for people to actually care about what I'm doing. So uh, it's nice. Uh, down is like, I've had a lot of health issues. So again, like uh, what I can kind of do in soccer is probably gonna be limited in the future. So to kind of like have this honor kind of feels like really even more special because I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to have the capacity to be involved um, like I used to be. You know, we're talking about, you know, traveling all these places and doing all this like amazing stuff. I, I mean, I think it's kind of, it might be like a little bit over for me. I'm gonna have to pivot in how I engage with the game now, which is uh, a bit scary when you have health stuff and uh, second second down is definitely Argentina fans and how they're burning Mbappe in a coffin and how they're burning body bags of Mbappe and they're singing songs about French players being born in other countries. And I don't like it considering that the history of the country. So uh, that's going to be a down for me and I hope everyone does their due diligence and research that doesn't go to Wikipedia about how the black population in Argentina went from 35% in, at the turn of the 1800s to uh, less than 0.5% in 2022, in less than 200 years. Uh, if you want to learn some things about why there's no black players on Argentina's squad when they border Brazil. Um, so yeah, but uh, that's my two ups and my two downs. Amazing, incredible highs, pretty sad lows, but uh, overall just very, very grateful to have this experience at all. And I couldn't have done it without every single person. A capo screaming up there. It's just a random person without everyone participating. You're just a random person up there. So um, again, just very, very grateful for people who have been with me every step of the way. And I hope I'm healthy enough to kind of continue with, with defense because uh, this is this is everything I've ever wanted in life, just having this opportunity. So thank you, guys. No problem. No problem. Um, yeah, to uh, wrap things um, up here, you know, obviously like this, this year has um, definitely, I probably said at least for the podcast, it's been uh, pretty tough. I mean, tough in a good way because uh, I mean, obviously we're all we're all growing as people, and pro- both personally and professionally. You know, we got we got two new babies in the culture verse with uh, TK and with Devin and uh, their kids. Um, you know, new 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 opportunities have uh, come up as far as jobs. Uh, I was hoping to get Coach Tony on uh, with us uh, this week. Is like, 
he's got some big stuff coming up um, next month at the uh, coaches convention and uh, i was hoping to get a chance to uh you know get with him on that uh hopefully uh he'll be able to um uh get with uh get with us on the socials on that and if you didn't um do so already you know soccer in the streets was featured on the world cup um i think uh twice and and, and tony was um in in those features and so of course you know if, if you've seen our socials we definitely have uh those those uh segments um uh both on instagram as well as um on twitter because yeah like that that was a massive massive deal just like in the work that uh that tony uh does with soccer streets because um you know like if y'all been rolling with us for a while like t- tony's actually the program director with soccer industry so like yeah a lot of what you what people see here in atlanta you know he's got his hands on on a lot of that so like he's you know when he's not on the podcast you know he's out there literally grinding and you know trying to make you know, things better for the next generation that that, that comes that comes up um, in atlanta and um so like yeah it's uh it's really it was really cool to see him uh featured in um in, in the program featured in that way um you know it's so like in the meantime you know we, we try to you know do our best to kind of basically showcase you know everybody else in the, in the culture versus whether it's walking 90 whether it's been driven to freedom obviously everything's been done with uh with shea butter fc uh two, uh two cents fc um uh can i kick it like whenever yogi's actually you know not busy um, you know, like we, we try to make sure that, you know, we, uh, that we provide a, a platform for everyone. Cause I mean, obviously everyone kind of has like their focus of their shows and like, and then you're able to kind of come here and you talk about, you know, whatever, whatever else is going on, you know, within, within the game. So, you know, we, hopefully we, you know, provide that, 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 that platform to, to, you know, let loose and talk talk about um everything else that's going on in the game, and um, hopefully you guys have have enjoyed it uh, with us. Like, hopefully next year, um, you know, we'll be in a position where well, we can get back out here more uh, with the uh, with the culture cams and going out to away days because we definitely enjoyed that. We definitely enjoyed that up in Charlotte. We definitely enjoyed um, having um. The guests that we had in program course that episode with with uh kev on stage true highlight of, of this whole year like you have no idea and uh but yeah like we're hoping for you know more to come uh um, next year so again like we'll be we'll be uh, in the lab for a bit uh going through the holidays and next month um you gotta look out uh, on the socials we'll, we'll definitely uh if something something good happens as far as transfers and, and all that stuff next uh, next month we'll probably just uh, post on, on there and uh we'll be back with uh, episodes as uh the mls season starts back up um in february it's right around the corner but uh, as always you can catch on the socials at ftc utd come on yogi really See, that's what happens when they have one. Hey, my bad. I ain't been in the show long enough to have that privilege, dog. Some, some things they change. See, man. no, because no, the last time I was on here, it was all a unison thing. Now we say individual no, parts. 
Yeah. I was, I was on, I was on mute, so I was, I was a little slow. I pointed it out. I got my hand gestures in there. Okay, I got my hands. I'm, I'm throwing hands out here. Okay, oh, bro, my, I'm on vacation. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's run that back. Yeah, y'all yeah. catch up the socials at FTC. U T D. That actually wasn't too bad. Okay, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. FTC HD Pod on TikTok. We actually did post a video on, on, on there, even though it took forever because God knows that the my system, my signal in Charlotte was absolute ass on Sunday. But uh, yeah, we will um, we'll definitely be active uh, while we're on break. Of course, make sure that you're following Shea Butter FC. Make sure you're following Dream Freedom. Make sure you're following Two Cents FC. Make sure you're following Cannot Kick It. Make sure you're walk, uh, following Walking Daddy, the whole culture verse. Um, we'll say we'll, we'll all be active in our own ways over the holidays um, and everything. Uh, Shea Butter FC has a uh, uh, Twitter Spaces with uh, with uh, Makia. I, I make sure I got the name right. That's you, Sills. The, the Twitter Spaces on Thursday. Yes, tomorrow, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, uh, with Micaiah Menace. Yes, there From we Washington go. Washington State, and then keep your eye out. Uh, we got another one coming next week. Yes, so make sure you're, um, you're keeping up with that. But yeah, man, so it's, it's been a fun. Oh, just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you try to end this, you know, Yogi. Oh, it's like, oh, let me just bring up the no, topic. We'll be on here for 24 minutes. like three hours, and you just now remember. <laughs> no, 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 just real quick. Y'all got an episode of Can I Kick It coming yeah. soon when what? I feel like What? Yeah. Yeah. We did an all-time USMT 11, so. Yeah. If you haven't done so, like, because you know, he, he be trying to sneak in that tactical talk, like, yeah, make sure, yeah, make sure you hit up Can I Kick because, yeah, they, they be getting. Don't follow me. I ain't sure. I sell drugs. <laughs> but, yeah. For the entire, for the entire two sets, first team. You know, have a good uh, holiday uh, season. Make sure you know your, your principles because Kwanzaa's coming right around the corner. Cause we ain't forgot about that. Uh, but yes, the culture's real. Culture's everywhere. Make sure you love on your people. Make sure you check on your people. We will see y'all. You'll see y'all next year. We'll see y'all soon. And we out.